we are activating your unique self-discovery one show at a time. The Orchard of Wisdom Self-Discovery Podcast are at your fingertips, just waiting to inspire and invite you in discovering just how awesome you really are and how to navigate through life in joy, enrichment, personal abundance, in mind, body, spirit, heart and soul. All the people we bring you are here to serve you on your journey of life. Do enjoy our next show. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Choose Positive Living right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and my guest who is in Mexico suffering the sun at the present moment is Eileen Head. We're going to be talking about living your best life. Well, what does that mean? You know, she says it's about changing or uh, it's about changing sabotaging mindset patterns and releasing limited beliefs. Those old patterns are always getting in the way of us moving forward. And she says, many women, 50 above, um, it's all there, is this all there is? That's low-grade depression and sometimes resentment. We get to that age where we think, have the glory days been behind us? Is there anything else in the front? We've raised our kids, maybe had a career, often feel stuck in the same patterns. The relationship isn't like what it used to be. Or maybe they're single and looking for a partner. Life becomes humdrum, monotonous, hopeless, and they feel never going to fulfill a dream or even have a dream again. And this is kind of quite common to feel it at a certain age, at a certain stage in life. How do you remove yourself from that pattern and move forward? Well, that's what we're going to be talking about today. She says she's going to teach people how to thrive, how they can uh, come to the no matter what your relationship status is or um, situation is, you can still thrive. It's about changing those sabotaging mindset patterns and those limiting beliefs and transforming. She's going to teach people the law of attraction and how to manifest, live in their best life. And uh, we're going to be talking about that mindset and that positivity because it's all about good vibrations, folks, and stepping into those good vibrations, not feeding what does not work for you, but really nourishing what will work for you. Welcome to the show, Han. Thank you for having me on. I'm really excited to be here and and share this message because... uh, I do see a lot of people who lose themselves and lose hope. And, um, you know, what I'm here to tell you is you can create, you can create your best life. Yeah. And, you know, we have to look at, oh, the best life is behind me. No, it isn't. That was a chapter in your book of life. And there's going to be many chapters. Um, You know, as we get older, our children don't need us as much. And maybe our career has become redundant or our relationship has changed status. And we just reach that roadblock. It's like, what else is there? Um, What do you mean there's the best life is still ahead of me? You know, I'm getting older. The wrinkles are showing. And you you don't have the same energy as you used to have. So it's sometimes for people, they don't realize it's just an end of a chapter, but you've got the pen to write the next one. Absolutely. That's that's what's sad. A lot of people don't realize that, is that they can create a new reality. Um, You know, I was married for 35 years and I struggled in my marriage. Uh, great people we just were not connected mm-hmm. we weren't on the the same level the same vibe and and so I've been single quite a few years and I have a lot of those limiting beliefs about I don't have enough money um, I don't have anyone to do it and that's what actually happened that brought this Mexico thing into play was I play pickleball become mm-hmm. a passion of mine and all my friends or a lot of them were going down south for the winter I thought, well, gee, I'd really like to go, but I don't have anyone to go with. I've limited resources. And then I went, use your tools. Like yeah. manifest, you know the law of attraction. You know what vibrational energy you need to be on. Use your tools. And so that's what I started doing. Mm. Well, I mean, you know, very often we have teachers that teach, but don't necessarily, you know, <laughs> take the same Kool-Aid. Um, and it's... Uh, we get stuck. We also get stuck in what manifesting is all about. This isn't like an Amazon delivery. You know, hum, I want, I want, I want, and then wait for the doorbell to ring. It doesn't work like that, does it? It is really a frequency you need to tap into a vision and a conviction of what you want to do, which is really, really important. So how do people set themselves up to really manifest what they want? Because they're going to put out all the things they don't want. 
<laughs> not what they do want. And sometimes they don't even know what they want. Yeah. You know, uh, so our mind is like a computer. What you tell it, it believes. Hmm. So if you have limiting beliefs, I'm never, I can't, um, that, uh, you know, I, that's not for me. I'll never be able to. Your mind hears that and it creates that. So whatever our thoughts are, we are creating. We are in create mode every second of every day. So when you are, maybe you're going through a rough time. How do you move through that? How do you heal that? So you stay on that energetic vibrational energy because that like attracts like it's, we mm -hmm. are giving out um, radio, like radio waves all the time, mm -hmm. sending out signals. I'm unhappy. We draw more unhappiness. I'm, I'm grateful. We draw more things to be grateful for. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm loving my life down here. What shows up is an amazing life. Yes. <laughs> Exactly. Um, it goes back to the title of the show. Choose positive living. What you seed, what you water, what you nurture is going to grow. But I think an awful lot of people that have allowed themselves to get into the humdrum or the doldrums or, you know, my marriage didn't work. I don't like my career. My kids don't need me anymore. They're so caught up in the, you know, the lack without really understanding. It's just an end of chapter. It's a conclusion. Uh, you know, now you can write the next one, but you can't write the next one in that mindset. Yeah. So you really have to kind of cleanse out that old thinking and insert a new enthusiasm, a youthful enthusiasm of what is next and what is possible. I use an equation and it's C plus A equals O. Choices plus actions equals outcome. Exactly. So if you're choosing to stay in the mundane, if you're choosing to stay in the unhappiness, if you're choosing to to believe this is all there is, then your outcome is going to be that. Your action is going to be, how can I shift my thinking? How can I transform my thinking? How can I, and it starts with little things. You know, you start putting out there, I'll give you an example. You know, while I'm on this vibrational energy, things come to me very quickly now. So I was decorating my office and I thought, I'd really like a, you know, a picture with those bright red poppies. And I had in mind what kind of picture it was. I went to a secondhand store and I walked in, there was my picture my yeah. ideal picture mm -hmm. and I wanted a, a cabinet you know those ones that are all mirror for my entryway I drove up and they were unloading one right in front of me <laughs> for ten dollars uh -huh. this, this is how you begin to as you become more confident in believing that you can bring things to you you look for even the smallest things and you keep working on those until you work yourself up to that vibrational energy for the bigger things Yes, the momentum, right? Getting in right. flow, getting in sync. Um, it's not about I'm going to be all positive right now. And then later, it's but yeah, do you know? I always say the biggest leap is the first step. You know, you are quintessentially kind of being newborn into a new life. Uh, you know, you the pencil or the pen or the brush is in your hand. It's your canvas. Mm -hmm. uh, what are you going to paint? And but start off small and allow it to manifest and become because the universe always knows what you need. You've just got to get in sync with the universe. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the gratefulness part too, oh, right? Yeah. Because, you know, the energy of being grateful, you know, if you've ever had a friend who's telling you their sad story, their victim story, their negative story, you know, even your energy goes down and, and you can feel it. Oh, and then when you're around someone who's positive and, and happy, you just gravitate towards that. And that's that's the power of energy that a lot of people don't realize. We create our own energy. And, you know, the thing is about people that have chosen to be in that pattern doesn't mean that they haven't had crises or suffering or struggle in their life. Is that they chose to go through that process of redirection or recovery. Uh, and not what happened to them, but create uh, who they are today because of what happened to them. And they made that choice. I interview all the time people who have had a crisis. And some of them, you look at them and go, how do you even get out of bed with what things have happened to them? But they made a choice. I'm not going to be a victim. This happened to me. But if it hadn't happened to me, 
I wouldn't have found my courage, my strength, my abilities to be who I am today. So we have to go through a process, don't we? It isn't just like I'm miserable one day and I'm going to be happy come by out the next day. We've got to release those old patterns so we can create new ones. It's the thoughts, it's the languaging, it's the li limiting beliefs. Um, and the other thing I find, um, people love drama. <laughs> they love and they surround them all the time, right? They're so the violated going. Yeah. And then they feed off the drama and can't realize, yeah. you know, how do I, I'm always in this pattern. Why am I always in this pattern? Well, you're always in the drama. Yeah. It's, it's so whatever happens, absorbing. whatever happens to you is for you. And then you mm. look at that. What life lesson is presenting me in mm. this moment? It's never about the other person. They're just showing you a mirror yeah. of what's going to trigger you so you can grow. And even if something, you know, horrific has happened by somebody else's hand, that is their onus of their journey. Right. And it, it's like so many people even with illnesses they you know they get a disease and they become the disease yeah not like i well, have a disease. Their identity right that yeah because. exactly the victimization of anything I, I am what happened to me no what happened to you was a form of your own self-discovery and it's um we you're right we we do love the drama but that is because we are presented with drama 24 7 on the news all around us oh, did you hear did you know oh my goodness and and we love to as i say take a pimple and blow it up into a volcanic eruption yeah yeah no kidding it's it's um you know and it's it's a trained behavior like it's mm -hmm. a learning behavior and any behavior can be changed with consciousness and awareness and willingness. And so when you start to create the picture of what do I want for my life? What do I? And it's not what you want. It's what you want to experience. Yes. When you start to get into the feeling of the experience and you keep that foremost in front of you, I never believed that I could I could spend two winters in in Mexico. I you know I I had a lack thing going on. Well, I don't have the finances, and I don't have a friend to go with. And then <coughs> I shifted everything and went. You know what? This is what I want. This is what I'm going to put out there. And I had a friend call me, and he said I have a condo on the beach in Puerto Morales, which is near Cancun. And he said I will rent it to you for hundred dollars Canadian per person per week. For two <laughs> I mean, that is a drop in the bucket. <laughs> that came from, well, I'm not, well, let me rephrase that. That is not true. That did not come from nowhere. That came from me putting out there, I would love a vacation yes. on the beach. And boom, you need to align with it, right? You put it out there, let go of outcome and allow whatever experience comes to you. Um, I said to you before the show that I was in Puerto Vallarta the, this week, uh, eight years ago, and um, it, I had just celebrated my 60th birthday, and my best girlfriend had been away at the time, and my mother had died, and she'd missed my birthday, and there was a few other things that were happening, and she called me up one day, and she said, I'm taking you to Mexico for two weeks. It's all on me. Thank you. It was wonderful. It was just what I needed. You know, we had a ninth floor apartment where you opened up the door and it was just sea to sky. We were away from all the resorts. We would go into town every day and just take our time, just really enjoy it. And it was exactly what I needed. And I didn't know I needed it. But this mm -hmm. is the thing sometimes if you just surrender, mm -hmm. right? Surrender out there. I don't know what I need, but I need something, universe. And the universe will provide. I'm open to receiving. I, mm. you know, I need healing right now. I'm, um, you know, bring bring me. I'm ready to receive, and then things show up, right? Yeah, they do. Um, we are our own worst enemy, and and most certainly, getting stuck in old patterning. And it, it's been with us, you know, our entire lives, and is in our DNA. You know, it's there. And sometimes we just don't recognize that yeah. this pattern is destructive. You know, how would you say for people, to, for them to kind of take stock on these patterns that have just become so much a part of breathing to them that they don't realize they're detrimental? Well, you know, 
you said that it's DNA generational. Of course, our parents and grandparents were immigrants. Mm-hmm. They left. They left everything behind. They they came to a new country. They were full of fear. There was a lot that happened: war, wars and depression, and um, uh, you know there was there was so much lack mm-hmm. that they lived in fear. And if we perpetuate those patterns without making the choice to shift them and replace them, then we continue that unconscious pattern. Life needs to be conscious. Yes. We need to say at the present, you know, it's like I said to my brother one time, have you ever opened your mouth and mom or dad fell out and you said something, you go, I don't even believe that. <laughs> That's the old programming, right? Mm-hmm. That that comes up and you look at it and say, no, nope, I'm shifting that. What I now believe is this. What I now believe is that. This is the experience I want. Mm, the awareness, um, self-awareness. Um, you know, we love to lay blame on everyone else. Well, they made me do it. And when I'm around them, I'm like this. Well, it's like, where is your own self-awareness of your own reaction, your own verbiage? And I'm sure, you know, like me, stuff has come out of our mouths when you go afterwards, you go, what the hell? Where did that come from? Mm. And, you know, and the, the dreaded thing where you realize I'm becoming like my mother. <laughs> Only, and again, if you choose to. Only if you choose to. And take the good parts. Take yes. Take the good parts and replace the others, right? Yes. And, and, but it's recognizing that though. And I think the That's first step to, to eliminating a pattern, which, you know, there, there has to be some consisting repatterning to eliminate the old pattern. You've got to insert a new pattern, but you've got to be aware of what those patterns are in the first place. Um, and not worry about them and not like, oh, God, I feel guilty. And I didn't realize I was doing that. Or, oh, my God. You know, OK, all right. Hey, I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm going to be aware of it. But what am I going to put in its place? You know, I use the Enneagram personalities as my uh, foundation of my coaching. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of the Enneagram? I'm not sure I have. So the Enneagram um, it's been around since the 1700s. Mm-hmm. It is scientifically based um, on patterns of behavior. Mm-hmm. And it identifies nine different personality types and their patterns, their gifts, their challenges, their stress patterns, conflict patterns, and how they can grow to be the best person they can be. How they each um, personality feels emotionally loved. So when you when you learn your personality, for me, my personality was a supporter, a helper, a mm-hmm. giver, and I overhelped, and I was an yes. intrusive helper, believing that I was doing the best, and it was not the best for other people. I was rescuing, I was enabling mm-hmm. other people. Mm-hmm. So once I saw these patterns that that I had, and, and started to work on them and then replace them you know the themes in our life rejection is a big one when you're always you know wanting to please people and these patterns kept coming up guess what of course it was life lesson but it's how I teach people to grow to understand themselves have compassion for themselves because personalities are formed by the age of seven they're Mm -hmm. a survival technique so there's behaviors to survive to get the most love and attention and then they become roles they become identities they become personalities and it's the destructuring of that structure Mm -hmm. that gives you your freedom yeah i'm very much into kind of identification of what our human mind is and uh, mind was two colors the Myers and Briggs program the four, key, yep. the four key personality traits and when I actually took that it was a eureka moment for me yeah. because it was always the rest of the family why can't you be like us and it's like why am I so different and then kind of taking the personality test and identifying who I really am and who they were and then yeah. when I had them go through that test it became a release Okay, I can't expect you to be like us because that is just not your personality trait. And the, to also realize that we need to speak with each other in a different language, not always imposing our own language. And it became quite of a, a as I said, a release of that expectation of you've got to, instead of an embracement of you are. Yeah, well, we personalize so much about other mm-hmm. people and it's mm-hmm. not about them. Mm-hmm. How we're acting is is our stuff you know you know it's it's um 
it's really important to, to I, I had a situation down here recently and got into a bit of a spin with some people and just realized I was personalizing it, decided mm -hmm. I was going to get out of the drama and just step back and allowed like, okay, yeah. this is what it is. That's very empowering when you are able to do that. Um, and those are the skills and tools we can teach people, right? With yes. the justification, the personalization, the, the drama, the limiting beliefs, the, you know, the, all of those things we've been talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's so much about life that we're unaware of because we're not in tuned and we're so busy living this outside life. There's expectation life of what we should be, or we're only valued if we're this, or we've only got that much, and we only know these people. And if you're constantly living in that outside life, you're always going to be empty on the inside because life is an inside out job. It is a connection with mm -hmm. the universe, with your own heart, with your own consciousness, with your own spirit. And when you do make that connection and you do come into self, um, A, you can recognize any of those human patterns that we've you know, being so inbred with. But at the same time, you don't take things so seriously. You don't take things so personally because you understand that's where that person is. And I just happen to be the dumping ground at that point. Yeah. Yeah. And then in those situations, I'm happy to stand in to put aside my own needs in the moment and just serve them, mm -hmm. listen to them, um, understand them, uh, support them, um, maybe say to them, are you open to some insights? I might have some insights. And if they're not, be okay with that. Yeah. You know, just here's here's what I'm getting or or here's what I notice. Are you open to hearing that? And and gently give them some insights because we keep doing the same stuff because we don't know any different. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it's one of the reasons why I've been doing these shows for so long. Um, next week is my 11th anniversary in doing it. And it's because we learn when we listen. And I would say it's listen, learn and apply. Mm -hmm. And when we learn to listen um, and listen to learn, then we have actually got those tools and those, oh, I hadn't thought about that. I didn't know you could do that. Well, that sounds interesting. It sounds like a solution. Now you can apply. And that's the reason I do what I do. And it's when you find somebody that is willing to you know willing to say look I am you know at that crossroads or I'm not sure where I'm going I don't know how to get unstuck and you can help them you know because I'm like you we love to help people mm. when you can help them find their own path find their own person and step out there and be their own authentic selves and they you may never see them again but that gratification of they are now at one with self and that's really where we want to be and that is the vibrational vibe that we're, we're, we're attaining, right? Yes. It is to, to get there. When I read my profile, it was like someone had known me better than myself. And, oh, I like that. And I like that. And then it was like, oh, there's the parts that sting a bit. Those are the, the challenges mm -hmm. that you need to build into strengths. But it's all about consciousness and awareness. And and uh, once you're once you're in that flow, I will tell you, there's such a, a feeling of peace and yeah. flow and happiness that does come, you know, the eternal search for happiness. Mm -hmm. It's an inside job. We keep it saying is. that it's true. It is. Do you find at the present moment, which I am seeing personally, that there is um, a rising, a rising of the consciousness. There is yes. a rising up of people awakening. There's a there's a rising up of people taking ownership and responsibility instead of the blame on everyone else. There is a desire for a, a consciousness of love, of, of more tranquility, more meaning. Yeah. And I think that it's a fabulous time to be a part of this because we really are seeing people becoming so much more aware. I agree. Like, you know, I have some clients, women who've come to me and they just say, it's time for me. Yes. I want to, I want to know more about me. I want to work on my own stuff. Um, you know, instead of in a lot of cases, when people are in relationships, it's the other person's fault, right? Mm -hmm. You're not happy because you, and it never is about the other person. And so when they, when, and I'm hearing statements like, you know, I want to work on my stuff or mm -hmm. I don't want to get into another relationship till I figure out what I've been doing because I, I keep attracting the same person over yes. and over. Right. Exactly. 
and you know even when you are in you know I was in a negative relationship and and uh, you know some not very nice things went on but then as I kind of went into my own recovery my own journey to regain my own spirit and soul which I lost for a while I realized um, when I put myself up on a higher frequency he was losing control he even said so. I've lost the control I had over you. I had to realize that he was the person that liked to proverbially browbeat kick me, but I gave him the boots to do it. I had to yeah. take that ownership. And But when I did, it wasn't a blame thing. It was I was the one, however much I thought I was fighting back, my vibration was at a level where he feel, felt that he could do the kicking. And yeah. it's only when I rose that frequency and that vibration that he realized I just I can't get there anymore. She's above me. I can't get there, and yeah. uh, and it became our own you know liberation and obviously separation. But you know it's we love to place blame, and everybody has to take ownership for what they do, right in a relationship. But very often it is just two lost souls, yeah. thinking that coming together we're going to complete each other, where really we need to do is find the completion of self and bring somebody on the same vibration so we can enhance and and uh, com uh, complement each other. Yeah. You know, I've also had the experience where I've had women come to me and, and you know, they're in the should I stay or should I go? Yeah. And, you know, that we talked about that low-grade depression, resentment. Mm -hmm. Is this all there is? I see a lot of couples going out for supper. They're not looking at each other. She's mm -hmm. clearly unhappy. He clearly knows he's the problem, only mm -hmm. he doesn't know how to fix it. Um, and and I've had women come to me, and, and we work on them, and the whole relationship shifts. Do yeah. they need to get out of the relationship? No, they needed to work on themselves. And then I give them some tools about how to engage their partner. Appreciation is the magic in relationship. Yeah. Appreciation. When you start your languaging and shift to the positive vibe again, yeah. I appreciate when you do that. You look for the things to appreciate. All those other things that, that nitpick and trigger you yeah. will go away. Or at least you'll be, you'll be able to work on those or manage them. And even if it is that you don't get back together because the other person is not yet at that point of wanting to take the journey, uh, you know that you're going to be separating on better terms, that you've yeah. both tried to connect, but it didn't, it didn't happen. But that doesn't mean you need to be mortal enemies. Yep, that's right. You know, and there's integrity in there, too. For me, yeah. you know, my husband was a great guy. He worked hard, but there mm -hmm. just wasn't that connection. And after mm -hmm. 35 years, it became very painful. Yes. To stay there. And I felt out of integrity because I no longer loved him. And right. I thought I was out of integrity to stay in that situation. So it, it it's, it's um, you know, when you're, you're looking for those higher things of integrity and uh, being true to yourself... And, and honoring the other person, too, as you said, they're not quite there yet to take care right. of And that's okay. You know, maybe maybe you're the one who's going to show them that that's possible. My ex-husband is, is with someone. If he would have did a quarter of what he's doing with her, I would have been ecstatic. Yes. I wasn't ready yet, but I was his teacher. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Exactly. You know, I remember somebody saying to me, oh, no, don't divorce. Just put up with it. You know, singlehood is is worse than being in a loveless marriage. And I thought, I can't do that to myself. I got to that point where I had placed enough value upon myself. I knew that I was worth so much more and that I had so much more to do that I couldn't do it under that umbrella, that I had to step out and be my own person, whatever the cost was. And, you know, the cost was I was walking away from that security and I was walking away from x y and z they were just material things yeah. and it's not a reason to stay some people stay because the husband has good status or you know they've got the bells and whistles that go along with it but if your heart and your soul is not connected then you're living a lie to yourself and to him yep yeah absolutely and you're out of integrity with yourself you that's are. the hardest that's the yeah. hardest thing to live with right is is that lack of integrity and and um, you know, when I left, I had no idea how I was going to make a living. I had no idea. I just knew that for my soul, 
I needed to leave because I was yes. I was having difficulty even walking into the house. It felt like picking up a boulder. And yeah. he was very stressed too. You know, he knew I wasn't happy. And and uh, so it, it is about that honoring of yourself. And it's not like you, you know, you didn't give it a try 35 years. And obviously in hindsight, it was mm, perhaps I should have kind of done this earlier, which we always look back on and go, if only you had done this earlier. But then we also have to realize things happen when they're meant to happen. We're given signs all the time, all the time. But we walk around with blinkers. Oh, what's the answer? What's the solution? What's the answer? It's there. If you just took a breath and were present with self, you would see all the answers and the signs around you. But we get frantic, don't we? And we just don't see those answers that are glaring at us. And that's because we're looking for someone else to change, right? Yeah. I believe in life lessons. Life lessons come and they, they kind of give you a little one and you miss it. And then it comes a little harder. And it's like, uh, but I don't want to do that. And then it's, and then all of a sudden it can be a, you know, a crisis that comes that, that you get the choice of going down the rabbit hole or, you know, kind of, I say it's like a water slide. You're sitting at the top of the water slide and the water is building up behind you. You go, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. <laughs> Whoosh. The water comes and pushes you down. Yeah. I call it a cosmic two by four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, it, you know, it's rather like, you know, becoming the phoenix, becoming the ashes and, and rising from those ashes and just, you know, becoming the model of yourself that you really are. But it's also realizing however long it's taken you to realize that you need to move on or that life can be different. You can make different choices and release those patterns. You've also got to realize it's going to take some time for the transition and again, another big word that comes along was two of them. One is permission. Give yourself permission. Nobody else needs to. The other is patience. Be patient with yourself. Um, along with that, I think compassion. Yes, definitely. You know, when I start coaching people, I, I say, I want you to be compassionate with yourself. Now, you did what you did because that's all you knew at the present time. Yeah. You get nowhere with shame and blame and all the should have, would have, all those sort of things. Be compassionate. Um, see yourself as a little person inside, and how you would treat that little person, mm. and then go forward with with um, you know the joy of growing, the joy of learning, the joy of experiencing and exploring, and the new possibilities that open up for you. The other thing is a lot of people get stuck in, but I want an apology. I want an apology. Then you're stuck in the past. Um, it, apology from, from my ex came 22 years later, unexpectedly, because I wanted it to be a friendly release. And it took two years before he got to that point. And then another few years before the actual physical divorce. But we walked our daughter down the aisle together. This last weekend, we celebrated my grandson's second, my son-in-law's birthday, daughter-in-law's birthday, and my daughter's baby shower, and he was there. And he's there for those big things. Now, he doesn't always exactly fit in because he's not terribly proactive with us on the family level where we are. We, we really work at it to be a family. But he's there. And there isn't the animosity. You know, it's so many years, but... He actually did turn around and apologize and said, I never should have married your mother. I wasn't marriage material and I didn't treat her well. And the kids immediately looking at me and I'm going, well, yeah, thank you. No. And I said, there are scars. There will always be scars. But however, I have done my healing and I hope you have as well. <clears throat> but if you're waiting for that, you know, waiting for that thing. You're going to wait a long time and it may never come. And that means you're staying in the past and not moving in the future. Yeah. The same thing with me. I chose to not involve my kids. It was our issue. Yes. And so I worked very hard on collaboration and respect. And we we got together um, even right after I separated um, monthly for sure for family mm. dinners. Yes. And, and all those sort of things. So it was the easiest on the kids. But in order to do that, I had to do my own self-healing first. Yeah. Before I left, I did a lot of self-healing in order to be able to lead everybody through that process where, um, you know, there still could be. And, and in the beginning, my husband had a lot of trouble getting back to the kids or getting with the kids. And he'd say to me, you know, can you get together with the kids? 
I can't get together with them. They're not responding to me. And I had to be really firm with him and say, you know what? You suck. They don't want to hear your sad story. They don't want to see your sadness. They right. don't want to see all that. They have a family. They have a happy life. Be positive. And then they will respond. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I told my children, and we did that for the first five and a half years of our separation. We'd still go to parties together. People knew we were separated, but they were, they were our group of friends. And we'd do things with the kids and all of that until I had somebody in my life. And then that was changed. Although he had somebody in his life all along. But when somebody came in my life, then that changed altogether. But I said to my children, and they were younger. Um, you know, they, they were in their teens. And they actually were the ones that told me to divorce. Mom, just, we can't take this anymore. It's time. But I said to them, your relationship with your father is your relationship. It's yeah. got nothing to do with me. How you build that relationship, what kind of relationship you have, I'm there to support, but it's yours. And they, they understand their dad is not a apple pie dad. He's not a dad that's ever going to babysit. He's not a dad that really spends a lot of time with them. And they take him for who he is. Yeah without expecting anything else and they have their own relationship with them and that's the reason why we can do the family things and there's a lot of people feel that oh I could never be friends with my ex or a friend spurned me and I can never be friends with them again is if you both go through your own healing and you remember the connection you had before you're not going to go back to that connection but you are going to go back to the reason why that connection was there and if willing you can reconnect on a different level yeah, if you choose to. Yeah, if you choose to, the choice. Everything is choice. Um, yeah, yeah. And we're not saying that you, you know, in this choice of reseeding and watering and nurturing a new beginning in your awareness of who you are, why you are, and where you want to go, that there aren't going to be the bad days, that there aren't going to be the lonely days, that there aren't going to be, you know, kind of challenges that come up. It just means you're going to be able to handle them so much better, and you're not going to let them be obstacles in your way. And, and I, you know, for me, I have a lot of um, mentors and, and positive support. Mm -hmm. So when I spiral down, and there's some days that I do, I go to them and they, they here's some insights for you. Have a look at this. Um, this might be what you want to work on. Um, you know, a mentor who can not just listen to you, like friends want to defend you. Oh, mm -hmm. just dump them. Oh, they're yeah. just this or, or they're that. They don't deserve you. That's not really serving you mm. if you're a person who really wants to grow spiritually. Yes. You want, you want someone who's going to um, point out where your learning is in all of this, where you can grow and, and uh, move beyond that and maybe help the other person as well. Exactly. It's, uh, this, that's what true friendship is. And whether it, it's in person or online, in the 11 years of doing this, I've, I have made some wonderful friends. And, you know, I'm, I may put out on Facebook, I'm just having a bad day or facing an obstacle. And I've got so much support. What can I do for you, Sarah? You know, how can I lift you up? And it's vice versa. And it's, um, this is the one thing that's great about the internet. You don't have, to, it doesn't always have to be people in your immediate community. And, mm -hmm. but don't be afraid to ask for help. To mm -hmm. say I'm having a bad day, just but you know, people think that, oh, she's evolved now, higher conscious things and kumbaya, always going to be positive and happy. No, that's not the reality. We have those dips because we are human and we feel and things happen to us. And if we can lift each other up on those days and help support each other, you know, that is still part of that positive wave. And sometimes a good friend is pointing things out. Yes. You know, as a friend, even I know these patterns. Have you considered that might be part of it? Uh-huh. Yeah. That's a bit that can be a bit of a touchy situation though. Yes, it can be. You've got You've to, be to really trust that very... person where they're coming from, right? Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you know, it, it I think once you've turned the tide and you've got up to that higher frequency and you really actually understand why you're here. And you, you know, you're not living in the old patterning, you're in a new pattern. But I think one of the things that we need, and it doesn't matter what age we are, we all need a purpose. Yeah. But it's a totally different purpose now, isn't it, as we get older? Yeah, it's, well, it's a, yeah, it's different. And it, it's, for me, it's been a fabulous experience down here. I'm in a, um, a senior uh, complex. Mm -hmm. 
uh, retired, you know, they can be anywhere from 50 upwards. Mm -hmm. And it's been a wonderful experience seeing couples who still really connect, who are really loving, who are experienced life to its fullness. Um, and then, you know, I see other couples that, that are not as connected mm -hmm. and still together. And that makes me sad that, mm -hmm. you know, do you know what could be? You, the, this could be turned around. You know, you could, there is a way to reconnect, re-energize and rejuvenate your relationship if you're willing to look at it, if you're willing to do the work and work on yourself. And you may see this and, and you may see it even in friends, but you, you very often we can't say anything and we can't do anything until you see that window of free will, of them willing to accept it, because yeah. otherwise they feel that it's an attack. So, mm -hmm. you know, people, oh, I just tell them to do this, or they've got to do that. If they're not ready, they're going to put the walls up, Yeah. right? But I think sometimes, have you heard this, or did you listen to that podcast? Um, have you read this book? It's fantastic. It does this and that. You're planting seeds of inquiry of you know maybe maybe I will when no one's looking pick up that book or listen to that podcast and then people go um all right I'm willing to open up but very often you have to plant those seeds and nurture them before they're willing to open up yeah a lot of people take the pro the approach you should yeah let's see I don't like the word should don't should on me yeah. you know anytime you <laughs> hear should it's like mm. so I for me it's a, a phrase that I generally use is have you considered have you considered this possibility? Have you considered this might be what he's thinking? Have you considered it comes across as, you know, and again, I'm letting go of outcome. As I'm, yeah. I, I'm sharing this, uh, they have no need to take what I'm taking in. Mm. That was a big um, healing step for me is letting go of outcome. I can I can give people advice and wisdom and then I'd be attached to the outcome, right? Right. They, I want them to take this because I gave it to them. Now it's like, have you considered? And then I release my energy from it mm -hmm. and let them either pick it up or like you say, plant the seeds that maybe down the road, they'll hear it again or they'll hear it again and they'll go, oh, there that is again. Yes. They said that to me. Oh, maybe I'll look at that mm -hmm. or... And that's how you start to grow things. Yes. People have got to be ready. If they don't have the free will, then you're imposing. Yep. If they've got the free will, then you're inviting. Yeah. Which really, I mean, inspiration begets invitation. And when they're inspired by someone, that invite is, I want to know more. How can I get to that? You know, I always refer to Harry, when Harry met Sally, you know, <laughs> is I want what she's having. And yeah. so when somebody is inspired or uplifted by something, how are they doing it? How are they doing it? I want to know. And when they're there, you know, that's when you can kind of open up the gates and say, come on in and give it a try. Yeah, I get many people following me on Facebook and they see me down here in Mexico living my best life. And they'll say, oh, you're so lucky. And I say to them, no luck involved. Mm -hmm. I consciously created my life with my thoughts, with my actions, with my vibration, with doing the work of releasing limiting beliefs and sabotaging behaviors. And this is the life I'm living. Exactly. I created this on a vibrational level. This is my second year here. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, it is our limiting beliefs or the believing, well, I can't do that. And it's, well, why not? Everything is an algorithm. Everything has energy pattern. All energy patterns can be measured by mathematics. And mm -hmm. everything is about being in that frequency on the wavelength, traveling that. And when you are traveling, the universe wants to give us abundance. Mm -hmm. It wants to give us everything. And we, we've just got to tap into that and ride the wave. But if we feel unworthy or we feel it's, um, it's for everyone else and not for us, and then you're going to be perpetually at the station, never getting on the train. Yeah. It's that en envy thing, right? Mm. Well, it's easy for you. Um, it, it's easy for you because that, 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 that. Yeah. Well, it wasn't easy for me, but I did create it. Yes. Oh, excuse me. And I did create it. Right. Right. And and again, it's that assumption. I like the Don Rose for Agreements uh, speaker word of integrity. Don't take things personally. Um uh, ask, don't assume, and then just simply do your best up to what you believe is your best, not somebody else's idea of what it is. And it's four simple kind of rules, but, you know, don't take things personally is, I think, is an important one. Assumption, 
you know, because everybody loves to step into assumption. Instead of assumption, ask, mm-hmm. how do you do it? I know mm-hmm. that you're a pensioner and et cetera, but how do you do it? Mm-hmm. You're not being rude to someone by asking them. You're inquiring. You're intrigued. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> that's, that's the thing, right? It's, it's, um, and that's why I'm passionate about what I do. That's why I want to teach people how to live their best life. Maybe their best life is camping in the background. Maybe mm. it's uh, the connection with their family so deep that it's Friday night with popcorn and, mm. and movies. Maybe that's their best life right now. Not everyone can live on a beach in the winter. It's my age. I couldn't have done this 10 years right. ago, mm-hmm. you know, but I, you know, you save and you save and you save and you save. And for that day, and it finally I had, I needed to sit down with my lack beliefs, <clears throat> excuse me, I've got a bit of a cold and look at, you know, is it possible mm-hmm. if I took out how much of my pension or my retirement and for so many years, is it possible? And so that's what I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think this is another thing. Yes, it's good to have the cushion for your future. You know, the, the retirement, you know, <laughs> to look after you in your old age. But so many people forget to live now. You're exactly. so busy taking care of tomorrow. But what about today? You're miserable today. <laughs> mm-hmm. And there's so much around us that can lift us up. You know, I live in Calgary, Alberta. We have the mountains, the beautiful mm. Rocky Mountains. We have Lake Louise that is one of the destinations of the world and Banff only an hour away. Which and is I beautiful. often say to myself, why am I not out there more often? You can just feel the energy. Mm. So where is your place? Is it, you know, nature is one of the best ways yeah. to reground you, rejuvenate you. What is your favorite thing to do? Is it, you know, fishing in the summertime? Is it boating? Is it just going to a lake and sitting on a beach. There is a way to create um, your best life wherever you are right now. Yeah, under any circumstances, rich or poor, right? Any circumstances. You know, um, living in joy is a choice. Uh, You can see the joyful things, you know, someone, well, you know, the trees are all bare, you know, uh, but yeah, just look, there's a bud growing. New growth is happening. Nature is constantly rejuvenating itself. It dies and it comes back to life. It dies, it comes back to life, but it's never truly dead. It's just resting. And that's the beauty of it. I mean, nature is a wonderful place when you connect to nature to to connect to self because nature and and us are one. It's also a great way of releasing things. Mm -hmm. I just did a walk on the beach here this morning because I, I, you know, there's things I need to release. There's we're layers of onions and mm-hmm. things come up and, you know, you get triggered. Oh, I've healed that. No, that's not coming up again. Oh my gosh, you're kidding. That's here again. And so I, you know, I walked on the beach and in the water and I consciously thought about things that I wanted to release mm-hmm. old patterns, holding on to old hurts or wounds or issues with, with people and just release them. I choose to release them. I'll give them to Mother Earth. I'll give them to the ocean. And and as the waves come in, yes, uh, bring, me bring me release. Bring me healing. Yeah. They go out here. It's what I'm giving you. Thank you. Thank you for taking that. And that's, yeah. you can do that wherever, right? In yes. the bathtub. Yes. <laughs> well, water is a conduit. It's a wonderful conduit. And, you know, the whole thing about, you know, the, the waves on the shore, you know, just put your feet in there and let it wash away. You know, immerse your whole body if you can. Let it wash things away. The other thing is the wind, the breeze and the wind clearing things away. You know, we say clearing out the cobwebs. But I, you know, I give a lot to the wind. Let it take it away from me. But the trees and the rustle of the leaves and the way they talk to you and the vibration of the ground, it is a connection into self always. And when you allow that connection, you what you need to address will come up but at the same time nature says let me take it from you you know i did a walk um when i first came down here and walked up the beach and there's these solid rocks but there's been grooves that are in them from the ocean waves Mm. and i looked at that and i thought you know that's that's sort of like our limiting beliefs. Sometimes it takes a long time yeah. to, you know, the limiting beliefs are strong, but you you can release them. And then I was walking this morning and there's this young fellow fishing. And as I went past him, this big wave came in and soaked him. And he looked over at me and he said, it's the big ones that get you, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> 
that's sort of like life, right? You can go, you can go along and you have your feet and the waves come in and they're gentle and they're kind of fun. And then all of a sudden, whoosh, you get sidelined by a, a wave. And and you need to, as you said, it's just a chapter. You just need to to work your way through it and release it. I think another thing that we forget, um, because we get bogged down in seriousness, we forget to laugh. We forget mm -hmm. humor. And, you know, there's so much to laugh at, um, laugh with, you know, even ourselves, you know, the suddenly doing something with them. <laughs> I couldn't imagine myself doing this a year ago, you know, and it's humor is so important, isn't it? That we, we need to lighten up. Absolutely. We take life way too seriously. And, I, you know, I became aware a while ago with all the work that I that I had been doing. I've been single a long time. And all of a sudden, I've realized how closed down my heart was. Mm. I can be loving and caring with friends yes. and with kids. But, you know, to welcome a partner in, like, all of a sudden, the consciousness came and went, I got a wall around my heart, not mm. just a wall, a brick wall. Yes. And so it was in, in recognizing that and releasing it and becoming softer and gentler. And what I find, too, in dating, men are way more sensitive and 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 um, uh, confused by us women than you can imagine. Like oh, yeah. you know, we we grew up and our fathers are these figures that looked after us, and we were the you know if we were lucky we had that experience where our dad really was our you know on a pedestal. And then you go look for a partner. Well, he's not your dad, and he's not always going to uh, give in to your needs yeah. and wants. It's it's a relationship you're looking for, right? So there's a lot of confusion in in that heart space of of opening up your heart to someone who who is different from you, but may, maybe willing to love you, but you've got your walls up. You know, the, the thing is, we're all looking to be loved. We're all looking to love someone, to actually in, allow someone to put their arms around you with that heart to heart. You just feel safe. You know, you just feel this is home. I mean, like, like I've been single now for way too many years. I haven't been out on a date for, oh, goodness, I don't know, 15 years or something ridiculous. And I suppose I just, I'm not, a, I'm um, just not, I'm not a pack person. So I'm, I don't belong to groups. So I just don't get to meet people. But yes, um, I am aware. I give my love out to everyone, but it is guarded when it comes to male relationships yeah. And I understand, you know, when people say I've been hurt before and I'm afraid to open up, but we've got to, we're not going to be get hurt in the same way because we know how to recognize the red flags. So yeah. if we see something coming up and you think, no, that there's not honoring my space, this isn't going to work, then we can shut it down. But to not open up altogether and deny ourselves that, that wonderful connection, we're, we're not serving ourselves. So I'm, I'm aware of that believe, too. <laughs> sometimes I believe I've shut things down way too early. Yeah. You know, I, I haven't given the other person a chance. Yeah. Or I have this expectation that they need to be almost exactly like me. And mm -hmm. I'm coming to the realization, you know, there's when I open that up, there's so much more richness comes in mm -hmm. that I learn from these other people. I, I met a man once. Um, I was in a brief relationship for him with him. And he wasn't um, a life partner, but he was a life-changing partner. Yes, yes. Because he taught me desirability. Mm. And that was, that was the thing that opened me up to um, being really more um, passionate and open and loving. And even if I get hurt now, it's like, I may get hurt again, but mm. there's also a richness in that, a yes, learning sir. in that, a growing in that, because I can handle the hurt now. Mm. I'm yeah. not so wounded. That, I, that I'm not able to handle the hurt. I'll go, exactly. well, I learned from that. I valued that. I know that now. I'll take that part with me and I'll keep going. I think one of the things we're scared to to show as, as women is our sensuality. Mm -hmm. We love having all of our senses engaged. And, and you know, in my, my sensuality of love of life, connection of life, being in the vibe was always taken as an invitation for sexuality. Yeah. And when somebody can recognize your sensuality, your connection with life, that the passion and love for life isn't always an open invitation to sex, and they just want to be around you or love you for who you are, 
Yeah. Um, whatever comes from it comes from it. But I think that is something we do actually need to teach men. And women need should not be afraid, I'm going to say should, not be afraid of being sensual, being engaged in life, being the exuberant self. And just also being discerning of which men pick it up and what what are they picking up? Because it's already, already it's okay to kind of dance with someone and it makes the move and you're not in the mood for the move to say no. I enjoyed the dance, but don't deny yourself your women's sensuality because that is a zest for life that you are just living your life at your fullest. And that's what he did for me. He really mm -hmm. opened my sensuality, which took my life experience in a whole new direction of, of feeling myself, of, of um, uh, you know, the, the awakening to all the senses even higher, right? The, mm -hmm. the fun, the the playfulness the it was it, yeah he was a life-changing partner I had one of those that five and a half years after my divorce um, or my separation and it was somebody he was um, a spiritual lover so he really did embrace my my sensuality had it all come back out again and and really for me to tap into my spirit which I had shut down and been guarded on it didn't work you know kind of that part of it died out we grew apart um and then you know I haven't dated or anything since and it's not because I don't want to it's just that I don't know it just hasn't happened mm -hmm. uh, I'm not around the people but at the same time feeling alive mm -hmm. feeling alive and and just I don't know about you you know that ache you get in your arms you just want to hold somebody that mm -hmm. connection of holding another life and that's probably why my poor little grandson gets squeezed to death <laughs> it's that feeling uh, of being able to hold someone mm -hmm. and just you know feel kind of safe in their arms and where you you can both enjoy the zest of life together and I think yeah. that's what we miss and, and that's what I'm missing. And I do need to make a point of trying to, to find it. But at the same time, it's uh, we can also do it for ourselves. We can also be it for ourselves. And then we will attract those people that yeah. match with their own sensuality. Yeah. Yeah. That's And again, we're back to the vibrational level, right? Yeah. You attract what you're, yeah. where you are and what you're looking for and, you know, put it out there. Um, you know, I, truly believe there is a partner for me and it doesn't matter i'm at this age or stage or whatever i believe there is a partner for me and i believe he will be coming soon exactly that's exactly. how you create on the vibrational level and the saying that i have is a man who fits beautifully with my life and me with his and mm -hmm. that we we are soulmates and that we enjoy the same things and and will want to love deeply that wonderful companionship in a yeah. way you can actually be in the room with somebody and you don't need to talk you know you yeah. can be reading a book or doing your own thing but you can look up and then share you know yeah. it's when you feel comfortable with someone not constantly having to be on guard or you know um are they pissed off that i'm reading a book or you know it's the need to entertain each other is that you're entertaining each other just by being in each other's presence even if you're yeah. being still and doing your own thing which, uh, you know, we're still, you know, age is not something we, well, you know, you're too old to date now, Bulderdash. You know, mm -hmm. I have a wonderful woman that I've interviewed called the Pink Lady that took on a new lover at 90 and then nice. started her own TV show, you know, nice. and it's, you know, and it's, I mean, she's got chutzpah. I mean, definitely chutzpah. I, I love her energy. I love her zest for life. And another one at 82, She's always putting out dancing videos and she's artist and plays music. And right through COVID, she wrote a poem every single day and posted wow. it every day. But and see, she... there, there again, it's mindset, right? It's yes. Exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. We are creating the life they want to live. Yes. Yeah. And she, you know, she came from being a prisoner of war um, when she was a child. She came from them marrying somebody who imprisonated her in the marriage in a new country. And but if she found that the the zest artist in her had to come out and yeah. she followed that path and she's right. living in that best life now. And yeah. it, we it is possible. It is all possible. But you've just got to believe that you are worthy of it because you are yeah. and that you can manifest it. But yeah. you've got to 
celebrate yourself. Be it. There, are, there definitely are the steps through the process for sure. Yes. It, it's not just a, you know, we're just, this is what you got to do. There's, there's definite steps through the process to get you there. And that's the point. This is not the Amazon delivery. This is not, okay, I've got to do this, do this and this. Okay, I'm doing it. Nothing's happening. But as you said, there's the one step you've got to honor the awareness where you're at now. Be aware of what you need to let go and diligently let it go. Insert new patterns. Everything is a step by step. And you have to be willing to invest in yourself and go through the process. I kind of call it a rebirthing that nine months of gestation and then rebirthing yourself. But this time your life is in your hands. And it always is. Yes. You know, uh, there's a good friend uh, or a fellow I met, and he's, um, his name is W. Mitchell, an amazing story. But he is a saying, it's not what happens to you, it's what you do about it. And exactly. He, he was burned badly. He was in many car wrecks and whatnot, in a wheelchair. And it's not what happened. And the most positive person Mm-hmm. I've ever met. It's not what happens to you. It's what you do about it. Yeah. There's a young girl um, called Keshi, and I'd interviewed her, and she was a burn victim from an airplane, only two survivors. She was 65% burnt on her body. And she inspired me then when I interviewed her. And then one day I'm watching America's Got Talent, and there she is. Mm-hmm. And clearly disfigured, everybody, oh, you know. And then she sang. And the, her... The the music in her, the song in her is what kept her alive through hundreds of operations and skin grafts and everything else. And I had her on again, but I had her also on with a burn victim of a veteran whose hair being blown up in a hummy and burnt right down to his skull. And people who listened to the show said they cried, not because they felt sorry for them, because they were so inspired by them. They have challenges every single day, but every single day they're grateful for being alive and they live life. Yep. Yep. That's what it's about. That's why we do this, you and me. Yes, exactly. So when somebody decides, I am now ready to take the steps, what is the procedure that you take them through? What is the kind of program that you offer? Um, The program is the step-by-step, the healing of the limited beliefs, the, you know, the vibrational, teaching them the law of attraction, manifesting the power of the words, all of the things that we've talked about today. And I have a free assessment for people, an hour assessment of live your best life, you know, to sort of question them, you know, to jog their their sort of curiosity is, you know, what is it that I want to do? What is it that I'm yearning for? What is it that I want to experience more? So there's a link that you can send them that is live your best life assessment. And then I, I offer them my resources of, of a program where I'm a mentor and I walk them through this process where they get to live their best life. So what would be the best site for them to get hold of you at? Eileenhead.com. Will you spell that for the people who are just listening, please, Les? Yep. E-I-L-E-E-N at, no, Eileen Head, sorry, E-I-L-E-E-N-H-E-A-D dot com. So Eileen Head dot com. And of course, if people want to reach out to you, it's Eileen at EileenHead.com. And you're on Facebook, you're Eileen Head Consultant, LinkedIn, Eileen Head, Twitter, Eileen C. Head, Pinterest, Eileen. And of course, you have a YouTube channel as well. And so everything is there. And then when they go to your site, you have got um, the Let's Chat for free, the personality, free personality testing, which I highly recommend because when you know what your personality trait is, it makes so much sense to you of how you interact with people. You've got personality readings, live your best life coaching, shift coaching, uh, stay or go in relationships, single, um, Enneagram and newsletter. And so it's all here. Uh, so people can just cruise in and when they're ready, reach out. But I think, you know, reach out with that free personality testing and then chat because yeah. then it's going to be, I didn't know I was doing this or I was doing that. And, you know, when, you, when you're in that awareness, then you're more open to receive. Yeah. Yeah. And the most fascinating thing is ourselves. Yes. And as we learn more about ourselves and learn why we do what we do, mm-hmm. that's where the power comes from. That's where it builds up and it's like, Oh, you know, when I, when I get triggered, it's like, wow, isn't that interesting? That's coming up again. And I'm going to handle it this way. 
I have, you know, I, I call what I'm a milestone. So sometimes you have a bad day and you think I'm stuck, you know, um, what's going on? And then they okay, pause, look back. Where were you five years ago? Where were you 10 years ago? Where were yeah. you a year ago? Look how far yeah. you've come. Absolutely. Look how far all you're doing is pausing. And maybe the pausing is for a reason because you think you're going this way and really you should be turning right. Yeah. I just, I just want to tell people there's a life out there so much more than you're living. There's there, there can be so much more richness and joy and happiness and, um, you know, find one of us, find Sarah or, 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 you know, come to me. We will lead you through to live your best life. We've, we've got the path. Um, we've got the skills and the tools to put in your backpack would be the cheerleader and the guider, but you've got to walk it. Yeah. Choose it. Yeah. And you're never too old and you're never too young and it's never too late. Nice. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you. My pleasure. My pleasure. Uh, I mean, you're clearly living your best life. There you are in Mexico again. The second year. Let me show you my, um, my view here of you're just trying to make us envious and jealous here oh fantastic the pool the ocean the palm trees i can feel the breeze i can feel the sun oh wonderful if i can manifest something like this you can too exactly yeah but you've got to know what you want to manifest and you've got to know your your patterning that's getting in the way and and you've got to be willing to go through the process because nothing happens at the snap of the finger. It is work, but it doesn't have to be arduous. It can be rather creative and inquisitive. Yeah. All right. Many and blessings to you. You too. Until next time, folks, remember, you're worthy of it. You can do it. And all you need to do is reach out. Until next time, bye for now. We hope that you enjoyed the show. Find all of our shows on selfdiscoverymedia.com under podcasts or selfdiscoverymedia slash shows. And for all our current shows, go to What's New. We are supported by you, the audience. You'll see a nice big shiny blue button for one-time donations or follow us on Patreon and you will be able to support us there. We enjoy bringing you such wisdom. And the next show will be up in just a moment.